Hello and welcome to the Belmont Journal, your source for hyperlocal news and community updates and all things local here in Belmont. I'm Mike Crowley, your host this week. Roger Colton continues our series looking at some of the oldest businesses in, in Belmont. This week, taking a look at Linda's Donuts, which has been in business in Belmont since the 1960s. Here's more. Linda's Donuts has been in my family for over 35 years. It's been in business since, I believe, the 60s. Its longevity, I would attribute it to a following, I would say, like a, almost like a cult following. Today, there are a lot of donut shops that use these big machines and they just cut them out, you know, dozen a minute half the time. And we, you know, we take time. Like if I feel a donut, I feel kind of crumbly. If it doesn't feel right, I'm not gonna use it. I'm gonna throw it, you know, throw it out because we want to take pride and make sure that we're gonna give somebody a good product, you know? And I think that hand cut donuts is a big part of that. You feel like you meet somebody new, you make new friends every day, but yet you still communicate with the same people all the time. I feel like being part of the Belmont community is kind of different than, I would say, having a business in another town just because there are so many little institutions like we, like us, and you know, you have such a, such a strong following. We've been making the same donuts for as long as I can remember. We might add a flavor, we might take something away, but you know, we've always made the same thing. In the morning, I like to get the Boston cream chocolate frosted ready first because that gives them time to dry and they don't get too sticky. And that when I work on the other donuts, you know, those ones go the quickest. We probably sell out of those the most. So I try to have plenty of those ready early. And then when those are done, I start on the jelly donuts. But the Boston cream, I mean, they just fly too fast to even make them. At Linda's Donuts, we try not to get caught up in the gimmicks. You know, we try to have that old-fashioned diner feel, the old-fashioned donut shop. You get a sense of people getting to know each other. It is a meeting ground, you know, for new people and for, you know, old friends. I have a group here. They're in their 90s and every morning they meet for coffee and breakfast. And they've been doing that for 50 years, you know. We appreciate all the support that we've gotten from uh, the Belmont residents. And we're so thankful that we're a part of this great town. Joanna Juvelis, senior multimedia journalist with the Citizen Herald, is with us again today to talk about the local news on This Week in the Citizen Herald. Welcome back, Joanna. Thank you, Mike. Always a pleasure to be here. So I understand that there is a potential for more jobs in Belmont. There is, there is. And these jobs, um, potential jobs, are with the subcontractors for the Belmont Middle and High School Project, which, as you know, phase one construction's underway. The steel framing is up for right. the uh -huh. first portion of the grade nine to 12 building which will be about four stories high and mm -hmm. a little more than 300 square feet 300 square feet. a little more than 300,000 square <laughs> right. feet. sorry thank you for catching that 
And uh, there, there will be a topping off ceremony the end of April, which is a, a big milestone. That means the project is, is really going to start, uh, you're going to see a lot of action over there, which means there is the potential for, there are potential jobs for 250 to 300 workers, according to Bill Lavallo, chairman of the Belmont Middle and High School Committee. And these are basically jobs for the people who put the finishing to all of the finishing touches on the building. Right, um, more than more than a dozen different trades: landscaping, painting, metalworking, drywall, tiling, HVAC, roofing. So many different um, trades. Okay. And to find out about these potential job opportunities, there there is a. a employment resource book that this uh, they'll have available, Skanska will have it available, and to see it and to find out more about it, you need to contact the owner's project manager, who is Tony okay. Del Greco. The number for Tony is 781-258-6557, and his email is tdelgreco at chacompanies.com. Okay, that's good to know, and, and hopefully um, we'll, we'll see some locals hired for the project. Yes, because it needs to be finished. They, their goal is to get it finished by September of 2021 so that the students in the current part of the building can move into the new part of the building and then they'll demolish the current and start on the grade this 7 and 8. This is the high room. school students. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, Timeline, so, got to stick to it. Luckily, right. the weather's been good. <laughs> so um, there's also the potential for more jobs, not in Belmont, but nearby. Very nearby, one town over in Watertown. Mm -hmm. Are you familiar with the Arsenal Yards project? I am. It's pretty exciting. It's about a 250,000 square foot development that's going to include 50 retailers and restaurants, 300 apartments, a 146 room hotel. So there's a lot of job opportunities there. Quite big. Yeah. And and, and so what, what is the timeline for that project? Well, there's already some businesses open. It doesn't look, you, people might think they're not, but they are. Marshall's is open, Gap, Old Navy, so, so these Shack are and Chipotle. So, so some of those are, are businesses that have been there previously. Right. And the development is going up yes. around them. But there's a lot of new things coming. In fact, as, as soon as March, there's a seven screen Majestic movie theater that's going to be that'll opening. be big. Yes, and then there's a City Works eatery and poorhouse that is going to be opening also in March. Okay, and other restaurants like one is called Condessa. Another one is is going to be the Kura Revolving Sushi Bar. That's the one I'm looking forward to. Pokey Works, which a lot of people are familiar with. Another one called the Gallows. There's also going to be a Roach Brothers grocery store and some other new stores like Ulta, which is a makeup store. Mm -hmm. I, I, think it's, I think it's really exciting and it's just one town over. Um, it's, for more information, people can visit arsenalyards.com. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah, there's even opportunities for someone to open a business over there, leasing opportunities. And of course, in Belmont, we have the Bradford, but this is, this is you know, not as far, it's not far away and it's easy for us to access more dining and shopping options for Belmont. I just wish the tax revenue could come to us because it's going to bring Watertown excess of four million dollars a year. Well when we get South Pleasant Street developed maybe we'll, we'll be able graphic. to share in some of that revenue. Yeah, a lot of dining and shopping options to come for Belmont residents. Alright, well thank you so much Joanna. It's good to hear about all of this, this, this the, the potential for new jobs, dining opportunities, and shopping. Yes. And we'll talk to you next time. Thank you, Mike. Okay.
If you've checked your mail recently, you've probably seen a mailer from Belmont's Recreation Department that has the programs, uh, the spring and summer programs uh, for our Recreation Department as well as our Community Education Department of the Public Schools. And we're fortunate to have Chris Costello with us today. Chris, you're a uh, program coordinator with the uh, Recreation mm -hmm. Department. Um, what can you tell us about the offerings this year? Yeah, well, thank you for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure to come on here and talk about uh, what we got going on for this spring and summer. We have uh, a ton of programs for this spring, uh, actually about 25 programs. Okay. Um, and we have a lot of new exciting offerings. Uh, just to highlight a few, we've really branched out into the STEM area. Uh -huh. uh, so we've got programs like uh, Lego Robotics. We have uh, a children's architecture class, which is really interesting. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, and we also have uh, a science class as well. Um, so we've kind of expanded in that area. It seems to be a, a, an area of interest for the Belmont community, so we're proud to have uh, that, those type of offerings. Okay. Um, we've also expanded the fitness programs as well. We've uh -huh. brought back um, our adult Zumba program, okay. uh, which we previously had in 2016. Um, but the interest kind of fizzled, but we're hearing that uh, people want it back. So mm -hmm. excited to have that as well. Um, we also have a middle school volleyball program, which is new. Okay. Um, so that's going to be fun. And then we also have uh, some of our classic offerings, like our uh, preschool t-ball program. Uh, that's a big hit. So all in all, it's going to be a uh, pretty fun uh, spring for the program. That's great. So, um, you know, the, the, the bulletin itself, mm -hmm. um, um, looks and to, to my eyes bigger than what I've seen in the past. Um, is 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 this an expanded? Is this dramatically expanded over what Belmont has has offered in the past in uh, terms yes. of programming? Yes, it is. So uh, the recreation department has expanded its offerings considerably, um, but also notably with the Belmont Bulletin uh, from the fall and winter, and also the spring and summer, we've combined uh, our programming with uh, at least from in the brochure. Oh with community education. Well, that's an important point. So instead yep. of receiving separate information in mm -hmm. the mail f from the rec department and community education, it's it's all in one place now. Yeah, so we tried to centralize our efforts as far as uh, communicating out to the community. Uh, you know, we've combined similar in nature programs into kind of a one-stop shop okay. uh, for all things recreation in town. Now, people um, who are interested in the programs, they can register online. And, and there's information about that in the mailer, but, um, but we haven't achieved one-stop shopping, mm -hmm. at least online yet. Yep. So, so for, for the recreation programs, you'll go to one place mm -hmm. online, and for the community education, you'll go to uh, a different place online to register, right? That's right. So uh, Town of Belmont's website, Recreation Department page is where you'll register for all the rec programs, okay. and then School Department page particularly community education is where you'll register for all their programs. Okay, and that's all clearly laid out in, yep. in, the, in the bulletin, so, mm -hmm. so people can find all that information there. Yep. Um, anything else that, that you'd like to add about the, the programming this year or, or the, um, the effort to combine um, into uh, you know, these offerings mm -hmm. into a single mailer? Or yeah, well, we've, we've heard a lot of positive feedback about the, uh, the new bulletin. Mm -hmm. uh, it's certainly been great for us to kind of uh, revamp things and uh, put together a consistent effort for all the programming. Uh, so that's been exciting. Uh, we enjoy uh, working with community education on all that stuff. So, um, yeah, that's exciting. And okay. then also, you know, the summer is going to be a very exciting time, too. Uh, we got the Underwood Pool. 
We've got our summer Which, programs. And the pool's opening um, early this year? Yeah, a few days earlier. Okay. We're planning to open up on June 17th, uh, kind of like an early season schedule. It's a little bit abbreviated. We're going to do uh, 12 p.m. to 6 p.m., so early afternoon to late afternoon. Okay. Um, just trying to get it open a little bit earlier. We know people want to, uh, to get out there and enjoy the sun uh, and enjoy the community space the pool is, so okay. that's going to be exciting. Well, that sounds great, Chris, and glad to have you on the show and, and hope to talk to you again sometime. Yeah, thank you very much for having me, and it's, it's been a pleasure. Okay. Welcome to This Week in the Belmontonian, our weekly segment with Franklin Tucker, editor of The Belmontonian, which you can find online at belmontonian.com. Welcome, Franklin. How are you? Just fine. Thank you. So um, I understand we have some election-related news. That's right. Uh, we're, we're in the election season uh, officially starting uh, on uh, March 3rd, Tuesday, uh -huh. when Massachusetts is part of uh, Super Tuesday. Uh, and those are presidential primaries. Mm -hmm. um, one thing you should realize about presidential primaries is that you have to be a member uh, or you have to be affiliated with one of the four parties that have been, um, uh, that the Secretary of State Gavin has, has declared uh, viable basically for this election. So and that's the Democrats, Republicans, the, uh, the uh, Green Party, and uh, the Libertarian. No pirate party, no pizza if party. If you are in the pirate party or pizza party, you cannot vote, and they'll tell, and uh, you'll be asked to leave one of the <laughs> one of the eight precinct ballot uh, 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 the polling stations. Um, it's uh, um, it's it's a uh, uh, we've had, uh, and what we've had this time is uh, we've had early voting. Right, and, and it's and again, it's uh, was something that uh, because of the interest in the presidential election this year, uh, Secretary of State Gavin um, had decided that uh, five days worth of uh, early voting would take place, and it's been pretty successful here in Belmont. Um, uh, what, town, what, uh, what kind of numbers? Uh, town clerk uh, Ellen Cushman has has, uh, has uh, informed us that um, uh, over 200 people each day for Monday um, through Wednesday. Uh, have come in, so that's a uh, that's a great number, more than 600 people uh, taking advantage. Which is, you know, again, early voting is different than absentee balloting, mm -hmm. which is means you're not going to be in town, or uh, there's some other reason you can't uh, actually make it to the uh, ballot. Okay, so so for the for the primary, um, if you're an unenrolled voter, um, uh, yeah, you can then take a ballot. I, uh, you can then, because what you can do is because you're unenrolled, you can enroll yourself by asking for a Democrat or Republican or, or the other two uh, uh, ballots, and then you can vote. Uh, but if you want to go back to an unenrolled, you have to then go to the town clerk again and say, I'm unenrolled. Because okay. the next time there's a, uh, any kind of presidential or state primary, they'll give you a, <laughs> they'll give you a ballot, and you're like, I don't want this ballot anymore. And it's sorry. <laughs> Okay, well, that's good to know. And then, um, you know, of course, we also have a town election coming up on April 7th, and um, that ballot has, has locked down. What's the news there? Well, it's uh, this year uh, we have no uh, contested uh, races in any of the uh, townwide uh, 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 town positions. So there's, there's, no, there's no competitive race. That's right. So there's, and there's no one challenging Adam Dash or uh, Select Board or any of the uh, down ballot um, uh, positions. Um, there is a, a there is always a, an active town meeting uh, election that will be coming up. Um, so that's that's something that and you should look at. So so in fact we do have precincts 
mm -hmm. um, where, where you have more town meeting candidates than you have actual positions. That's right. So, so those, th some of those will be, will be competitive. That's right. All right. Well, so, so that election will be coming up April 7th, and um, we'll be staying tuned. And Franklin, thanks so much. We'll be talking with you again soon. Thank you. Okay. And now it's time for Chet Messer's scoreboard with your local Belmont sports news. The Massachusetts Interscholastic Athletic Association basketball tournament is underway. Number 14 Reading came to Belmont to take them on in the preliminary round. Belmont held a five-point lead throughout most of the first period and into 448 of the second period. Then the Belmont boys hit the Reading team with a 15-3 scoring blitz. First, Mac Annis hit a three. Then Minicosi found Annis cutting for the hoop for two more. And suddenly, Belmont had a 10-point lead. Justin Jackson Stevens followed with another three. After being fouled, Annis added a foul shot. Then two more free throws by Preston Jackson Stevens. Then a three-pointer by Redding ended their drought. These points were earned right back as Avriano found Jackson Stevens cutting for the hoop. Two more foul shots by Preston Jackson Stevens gave Belmont a halftime lead of 35 to 18. On the way to an 87-45 victory, Belmont's top three scorers were named All League this past week. The girls' basketball team traveled to Cambridge Ringe and Latin for their preliminary round game. Belmont was only down two at halftime, but Ruff with seven three-pointers. Harris with three three-pointers, and Sophia Vidal with 15 points led the Falcons to victory. With seven minutes to go in the fourth period, Belmont trailed by five. But Ruff hit her seventh three-pointer from the corner. Minicosi found Sophia McDevitt underneath for two points. Then a Harris three-pointer put the Falcons up by 11. Belmont filled the score in their next possession, and another three-pointer by Harris. And the Minicosi to Sophia McDevitt duo worked again. On the inbound play, Vitell went the length of the court for a basket and a foul shot, all but ending the Marauders' season. Cristofori and Minicosi were the top scorers and returned next season. With wins in their preliminary games, both the girls' and boys' ice hockey teams advanced to the quarterfinals. More on hockey in the next report. And now it's time for our community calendar with Hannah Fisher. Hannah tells us all about what's happening and what you can look forward to in Belmont this week. Hello, this is Hannah Fisher with your community calendar. On Sunday, March 1st at 12.45 p.m. at the First Church Belmont, participate in a timely conversation between generations when author Francis Moore and activist and organizer Adam Eichen discuss their book, Daring Democracy. This is an optimistic book for Americans who are asking, what do we do now? The answer, according to LaPay and Eichen, is to organize and fight to protect and expand our democracy. For more information, visit uubelmont.org. A top question on many minds is, what can I do for the environment? On Tuesday, March 3rd at 7 o'clock p.m., head over to Belmont Books to learn about your environmental impact. 
Author Tatiana Schlossberg, a former New York Times science writer, wrote her book Inconspicuous Consumption as an urgent call to action that will empower readers to stand up to climate change and environmental pollution by making simple but impactful everyday choices. More information available at belmontbooks.com. We may have had a 60 degree day on Monday, but it's still technically winter. This is great news for middle schoolers who can stroll down to the Belmont Public Library on Wednesday, March 4th at 1.30 p.m. for homework, hot chocolate, snacks, games, and crafts in the assembly room. Do you find yourself constantly reminding your teen to put down their phone or other screen? On Wednesday, March 4th at 7 o'clock p.m., The Love Child is hosting a parent conversation on teens, screen time, and social media. Now is your chance to chat with other parents struggling with the same screen time concerns. To register, visit lovechild.net. If relishing the last days of winter isn't your thing, I have just the event for you. The Philharmonic Society of Arlington is holding the Arlington Belmont Chorale and the Arlington Belmont Chamber Chorus for an almost spring concert. Prepare yourself for some glorious springtime music on Sunday, March 8th at 3 p.m. at the First Parish Unitarian Universalist Church. Visit psaarlington.org for the complete concert program. Books and Bites are on tap at the Belmont Public Library on Monday, March 9th at 11 a.m. Join Arthur Marjan Kamali as she discusses her novel, The Stationery Shop. The novel is set in Tehran in 1953 against the backdrop of the Iranian coup. Refreshments will be provided and books will be available for purchase or signing. More information available at belmontpubliclibrary.net. That's it for this week's community calendar. If you'd like to see your event featured on this program in the future, please email event details to calendar at peterandhannah.com. Thanks and see you next time. The decennial federal census is coming and you're expected to participate. Here's a public service announcement produced by Lynn Community TV which aims to answer some of your questions about the census. In 2020, the U.S. Census will work to create an accurate picture of everyone who lives here. But why fill out the census? What is asked? And how is your information protected? The 2020 census is quick and the questions asked are simple. They will ask how many people are living in your home, if you rent or own, and everyone's gender, age, and race. The census will never ask for your social security number, political affiliation, money, bank information, or citizenship status. If anyone asks is claiming to be from the census, they are trying to scam you. The census provides information that helps the government provide many things. For every person not counted, the city loses $2,400 in federal funding every year. It also helps determine how many representatives each state gets in Congress. Census information helps cities get grants and other money for infrastructure and road improvements, free and reduced lunch programs, childcare development, and much more. Your privacy matters. Under Title 13 of the U.S. Code, all answers given to the census are 100% anonymous by law and used only to produce statistics. All information about individuals is then kept confidential until 72 years after it was collected. How do you participate? This year, the Census is offering a full online response option, along with phone and paper options. 
From March 12th to the 20th, there will be an invite to respond online sent to all homes, with reminders sent out if you don't respond. August through October, census workers will be out knocking on doors of those that haven't responded yet. So when the time comes, take a few minutes out to do this once-in-a-decade duty. For more information about the census, visit 2020census.gov. If you have any news or updates, or if you'd like to volunteer, please let us know. You can contact Frederic Rigolot at fred at belmontmedia.org. Well, that's all for this week. I'm Mike Crowley. This is the Belmont Journal, and we'll see you next time. Yeah.